Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. book just published called Our National Anthem is designed to teach children and adults our national song. The book also explains the background to Oral Nevian, or the soldier song. Joining me, one of the authors, Rachel J. Cooper, who is based in Middleton. Good morning to you, Rachel. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, listen, it is a real, real pleasure. And can I start by saying it is a beautifully presented and put together book. Talk to me about how you came up with the idea first. Oh, well, thank you very much. So um, the inspiration came behind myself into um, attending many GAA and rugby matches throughout my adult life. And when it came time to sing our national anthem, I'd realised that, you know, I could sing maybe the first line or two and then I'd be, you know, maybe humming along and trying my best to join in. But when I looked around at other seats around me and people were experiencing the same thing. So it's not that I didn't want to join in. It's just that I, I didn't know the words. So I then on a journey of learning the words from start to finish myself and to learn a little bit about it and the background and who wrote it, etc. And then I thought, well, if, you know, if, if it featured in the classroom perhaps more often and at home, then, you know, if I wrote a children's book that was accessible to all the families um, in Ireland, you know, it, it might be... Um, a way that we could then remember it and carry it forward into our adult lives. So that, that's where the inspiration came from. Well, well done. You've absolutely nailed it. And the illustrations... Uh, yes, so um, a very good friend of mine helped me out with the illustrations. So um, it was put together by by the two of us, and um, we approached the right people then to help us with the website, etc. So it's um, www.learnouranthem.ie. 
Okay, so if you want further information, you can go onto the website. How is it currently taught in our schools? So I believe that's down to the individual um, teacher and the individual school. So, for example, around the centenary of the 1916 Rising, it was being featured more regularly in the classroom. But then since that has been and gone, it doesn't seem to be featured, um, you know, apart from when it's kind of dust down for St. Patrick's Day itself. But, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not saying that our children should be singing it every day before assembly or anything like this. But, you know, perhaps once a week, our national anthem, Patricia, it's only just over a minute from start to finish so you know I don't think it's asking too much of the kids that perhaps on a Friday you know to start the weekend on a good note that um, you know all the little boys and girls sing, sing the anthem together yeah, and you know something, every single country has a national anthem and everybody is very proud of uh, their national uh, anthem. And I think it has really been reflected by the Ukrainian people. Every opportunity the Ukrainian people get, you'll hear them sing their national anthem. Yes, you're 100% correct. And I mean, my eye was drawn to um, last week when the Ukrainian children were standing outside our own doll singing their national anthem. And again, it struck home. I mean, I, I don't think our children could could do that with our own national anthem. And, you know, it, it is a shame. I, I don't understand why we're the only country in Europe, if not the world, that can't sing our national anthem. And I mean, the more research that I've undertaken you do have um, people saying, well, you know, it's because I, I haven't spoken in Irish since I left school, etc., etc. But, you know, I actually don't think that's it. I, I personally believe that it's because it's not featured enough in the classroom. So, you know, if we look back at, say, songs and poems that we do remember in our adult life, it, it's because, for want of a better word, they've been drummed into us yeah. in school from, a, you know, at an early age. So I do think if it featured more regularly um, at home as well and in the classroom, we would have a better chance but you know like, like you what you were saying you know it, it, it is a shame that you know we we just we don't know the words and I think that we can do a lot better than this. Oh I, we, I, we did a straw poll there's only a few of us at work today there was nobody could put their hand up and say yes I know every word of our on V from start to finish mm. and actually when I mentioned you were coming on one of our listeners Dee says she remembers a few years ago when one of her kids was in fourth class a new teacher from County Kerry horrified that mm. this fourth class did not know the words of the song and she said because of that they were all at home having to learn it because they were doing the repetition with their, but she said because of it the whole family learned it but it can be down to the individual. Oh. So it's down to the individual teacher. Yes, it can be from from what I've um, discussed with primary school teachers. So, um, you know, if, if it did, as I say, feature more regularly, then we, we probably would have a better chance. And I mean, the way that I've written the book is to engage it more for for children. You know, it's not just a matter of, you know, black and white copy, photocopy of the words being handed out. Like there's um an English version, well, it's it's not actually an English version, it, it's the English version, I correct myself there, because what I actually didn't know was that um, Aaron Levine was originally written in English as a, sol- a soldier's song, so, you know, it's the English version, and also a phonetic version, because, you know, I think when a phonetic version, as like many of us children and adults alike, alike you know, we, we might forget our Irish, or our Irish mightn't be our strong 
point. So by including the phonetic version, it's a way to kind of get everybody involved. So for children as well, I like to engage them with colourful pictures and there's a quiz and a word search. And I've also included not just a little bit about our national anthem and when it was written and who wrote it, etc. But there's also like a little bit on the Fianna and Gráinne Vale and a little bit about the shamrock and the harp and um, paragraphs about our patron saints and the tricolour. So like, again, this was something that I didn't know anything about. So for me, it, it's just been such a lovely journey to learn these things. And, you know, ho- hopefully people can enjoy the book and teach their children the same. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's delightful. And it is this little history in it as well. It's terrific. John in Blackpool says, uh, hi, Patricia, uh, for some Americans, they think that the last line of our song is shoving Connie around the field. And, <laughs> and actually, P- P- I've heard Irish people sing it as that as well, John. It's not, it's not just it's not just um, a- a- Americans. Just so, and the fact that you have it in English again. This was a discussion in, in the office earlier. I learnt it in English in primary school. Weirdly enough, and mm. no, no, nobody else in the building ever did. Do we ever sing it in English? No, I don't think so. I think that. Um the last time that it was used was just before we gained our independence. So it, for example, was sung in English in the 1916 Rising. The lads would have been singing it in English then, but shortly after this. So when we did gain our independence, um, Liam O'Rin, who was a civil servant, he suggested that um, he was actually friends with the, the two writers. So um, Padre Carney and Patrick Heaney. So Liam O'Rin said, you know, we should probably be singing this in our own language. So after we gained our independence, that's when Aaron Levine was sung, and it, it is it is what is sung nowadays for sure. And I like the fact, I mean, that everyone knows, like the the first word in English is you know, soldiers are, are we. That today yes. doesn't necessarily mean fighting on a battlefield. No, you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, it's it's a great point to bring up, Patricia, because, um, you know, what I've done with the lyrics is just to kind of make them applicable for children today. So, you know, when you mention that soldiers are we, you know, in a way we are soldiers. It's just that we're fighting against different things. So today we're fighting against things like viruses and bullying and things that we know are wrong. So, if we can manage to do this and to bring the the words into today's society and to bring their you know meaning into a different context then it 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 totally updates our anthem and makes it applicable for today and you know an, another reference that we could use would be um harting de ronikhuing means that it's a reference to people from a land beyond the wave. So, you know, in a way then we could bring this again into today's society to say, well, you know, this is our tie to people who have arrived on our shores and, you know, who will continue to arrive. And in Ireland, we're very proud that we're a welcoming nation and we welcome all little boys and girls from all different nationalities. And it's a way to include them all by providing, again, the the phonetic version. So everybody in the Irish, in, in, in our Irish school system can all sing it together. Well done, well done, well said. And uh, Mary O'Shea, one of our listeners, says, Hi Patricia, I learned Iron Levine in primary school in the convent in Abbeyfield. That was over 60 years ago. Haven't forgotten it. I know all the words. I also oh. hate it when I see at GAA matches or other national teams and they can't sing it. They should be taught it. It's never too late. I've never sung the English version, by the way, and I've never even heard it sung. It must, it, listen, it had to, be, it had to do with the, or, or Mary, whoever was teaching us, uh, taught it to us in English. Uh, but it but but she's right it's never too late 
It's never too late. You're absolutely correct. And, um, you know, if, if we know what the English words mean, um, for me anyway, that definitely helped me because you can always sing something with more gusto and with more kind of depth of feeling if you know what the what the words mean. And I mean, it's so lovely to hear positive feedback from your listeners, Patricia, because, you know, this this is telling me that this is an initiative that is very worthwhile undertaking. And, you know, our anthem, it's not going anywhere for the foreseeable future so we might as well take our heads out of the sand and embrace it purely as a cultural identity perspective so you know we should be looking more at the fact that it's it's, it's a terrible pity and a terrible shame, I think, that we're the only country in, in, in Europe, if not the world, that doesn't know the words of our own national anthem. Well, and from the various Vox Pops and interviews that I've carried out nationwide in various counties, like the, the results have, they've just been really staggering because out of groups of 20 people, maximum one to two people can sing our national anthem From start and to you know I, I, there's, there's no other word for that I think that that, that that is a staggering result and it's very very disappointing so you know I think we can do better than this and I think now is a good time for a change and you know children have been through such a lot recently with viruses and now unfortunately the word war is featuring <clears throat> featuring more regularly which is which is awful so why not embark on something that's slightly positive and a bit of fun and engaging for the children children and you know that it's it, to show them that it, it's nice that you know we we know our cultural identity and we know our anthem and we're proud and we're proud of it angela and the man of says, says i think at every ga match and every sporting event on the programs they should print the words of the national anthem so everyone can sing along and angela i would say mm. that you print rachel's version which has the phonetics of it as well to make sure that you're pronouncing it right and just one final one carrie who obviously has a copy of your book already wants to know who's could could who's the person who did the front cover who did the animation in for your book <laughs> Oh, so that's my friend. Um, she's mentioned in, in the beginning of the book there, Leo Vickelvor. So she's done all the illustrations there and was very kind to help me out and to get on board because she loved the idea and has a great imagination. Okay. So all that she's credit very goes to her. She, she is very talented. <laughs> Where is the book available very finally? So again, um, it's available on my website. So I've set up a publishing company. Um, so you can find that under www.learnouranthem.ie learnouranthem.ie It is delightful. I wish you luck with it, Rachel. And thank, thank you, you so much. And thank you for joining us on the programme today. Thank you so much, Patricia. Have a great Easter yeah. ahead. You too. Bye-bye. That is Rachel J. Cooper and the book is called Our National Anthem. Court Today on C103. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.